welcome to the Book of Wellbeing podcast, a place to help you to understand, manage and improve your mental health and wellbeing, where you will find the knowledge, guidance and tools you need to improve your life and where you can build your own wellbeing toolkit to take with you. Have you ever had that feeling where you're like a pressure cooker? Where the pressure and the temperature's rising so much that it feels like the lid's going to fly off at any moment? where your mind's too full of an overwhelming surge of pressure. We all experience stress. One person might be the pressure cooker, another might be a vision of calm and stillness on the outside, but all over the place on the inside. Some people might not feel like a tsunami is going off in their heads, but might be affected in other physical ways, like eating patterns, sleep, fidgeting or scratching. Stress impacts us all in different ways. Stress is, to summarise in one word, pressure. It's caused by some form of psychological tension, worry or threat. Sometimes we experience stress because of a combination of several things, all piles on us at one go. Or sometimes it gets stirred up by one situation alone. Sometimes it isn't even a situation in reality, but one playing in our thoughts, a story being repeated. For the women listening, sometimes it's just because of lovely mother nature blessing us with hormones for the men listening give her a break i'll keep repeating this type of phrase in these podcasts we're all unique yet all the same the things that cause us stress will differ for each person but the process of experiencing stress is the same it's about pressure of some form now there are people out there i'm sure you will think of someone who manage stress really well They stay calm. They don't get caught up in the emotions of it all. You probably look at them and compare your life to them and yourself thinking they have it easy. They haven't had all of this stuff to deal with. And that might be true at that time. But in reality, no one's life is easy and problem free. The most probable reason for their calm approach to life is that they have learned how to manage stress when it comes. They use positive coping strategies. Or maybe they have had it easy. Maybe life hasn't been too difficult, but don't get bogged down with this. You don't know all of the details of their past or their future. Focus on you and how you can cope. Or if you focus on them, do it for inspiration. Learn what they might do differently. There isn't anything wrong with you if you manage stress in a different way to somebody else. They haven't walked your life and you haven't walked theirs. What's important is... You want to make things better. You're working at it so that life's a bit easier. Believe it or not, stress can actually help us to problem solve. It gives us the motivation we need to get stuff done. Gives us the push we need when we've got time scales. We've got several things we need to be getting on with. That's when it's mild stress. But when it increases past that mild level, it can add the pressure. It can start to impact on our mind and body and can cause us to feel out of control. So we need to manage stress by having some tactics to stay in in control. Not overly in control, we need to accept stress in a certain way to a certain extent, but in more control of our reactions, how we're responding, what we do with the thoughts and feelings stress brings to us. That way we can prevent stress from taking control over us. There's three stages to the process of experiencing stress. The cause, 
then the feelings it brings, then the reactions, how we respond. Think about the last time you were stressed out. What happened? Try to break it down into these stages. It didn't all happen at once. It can feel like it did, but it really didn't. Or if you can't remember enough to break it down, then watch out for it next time. When I'm stressed, I can tend to start by overthinking and predicting the future. You might do this, you might not. It affects us all in different ways. What happens to you? Understanding this is the first step to managing stress because we know this with awareness. We have an understanding of this process and what happens. Let's think about an example so we can use this process. So I'll use the example that I am late for an appointment. I frequently might use this example because I am often late and it's what I associate stress with the most. So I have 10 minutes to get to my appointment. I'm not ready and it's probably going to take me just over 10 minutes to get there. Usually what happens when we've got this kind of stress going on, and you'll probably relate to this, is that in the process, other things start to go wrong because we're not calm. So we might be, I don't know, spilling something or knocking something over or losing something in the process because we're getting so worked up. So the cause of my stress is that I am late. I've been in a rush. Things are going wrong this morning. The second stage, how do I feel? So at this moment, I feel panic. Panic because I'm late. I feel frustration because things are going wrong. So that's really helpful to identify rather than just feeling stressed, what is it that you're feeling? Then stage three, how have I reacted? What did I do? So I've panicked and I've ended up making myself even more late because I'm responding to things in a panic mode. And then I'm late for the appointment. You might be someone who isn't frequently late because you might be a bit more organised than me. So you might not relate to this example. But think about your own and break it down into those three stages. Then next what we need to do to be able to manage stress a bit better is we need to add stage four to that cycle. So this stage will be what helps. So we reframe the situation. Rather than focusing on the stress and dwelling on that particular feeling, we focus on problem solving. And to do this, if you have time, if it's something you've got enough time to think over and plan, you go back to episode six, problem solving, and use the tools from the wellbeing toolkit to help. When we get stressed, we tend to narrow our vision. We only see the small picture, that situation. This is normal, but look at the bigger picture. Put some perspective in. Will this situation matter in three or six or 12 months from now? If not, then it's not worth your sacrificing your well-being for. Instead, you just need to focus on stress management. It's important that we have a stage four to the cycle so that we can manage stress when it arises, when the situation has happened and we need to focus on how we feel. But what we also need to do is work at stage three, how we're responding to stress, because we can try and change this bit through using techniques and problem solving.
So if there's time for planning, go back to episode six, focus on problem solving. Because like I said in this episode, that also prevents stress actually occurring in the first place. It stops it in its tracks. However, you might not have time to do this because a lot of stressful situations happen quite quickly to us in the moment. So we do need that quick fix. We need something, a strategy. Something in the moment, a go-to technique that grounds us and stops that pressure cooker lid flying off. So we'll move on to the toolkit and I'm going to introduce you to a couple of techniques that will do exactly this. Tool number one is inhale calm, exhale worry. So this is all about breathing and when we're stressed we tend to do the opposite. So what we do is we inhale all of the stress, the worry, the tension. We keep hold of it and we let go of that calmness. So we focus on our breathing and I know it can be hard to get your head around the idea that breathing really helps, but it really does. I said in an earlier episode that our body and mind can't be calm and panicked at the same time. It can't do both. So by focusing on our breathing, still in our body, we start to still our mind. So to properly do this exercise, you inhale and visualize and tell yourself that you're inhaling calmness. And then when you exhale, you exhale the tension, the stress, the worry, and let it go. And you keep doing this deep breathing until you feel calmer. And this will be a lot more effective if you try to let go of some of that resistance, because you might be thinking, focusing on my breathing is not gonna help. It's silly, but it's not. So let go of resistance, be open-minded and give it a go. The second tool for today is called the tapping technique. So this is a technique that's widely used around the world for various different stresses and tensions. I was first introduced to this when I was about 17, when I was really afraid of getting a needle and a nurse talked me through a tapping technique and it really worked at the time. So tapping is apparently used by helping to restore balance and sending signals to the parts of the brain that controls our stress and our levels of stress. For this particular one I'm going to introduce you to today, it's quite brief and focused on managing stress. But there's thousands of videos out there, articles online, videos on YouTube. If you want to look at it a bit more, if you want to learn a longer practice, then give it a go. But for today, we're just focusing on a quick one. So you might feel silly, but just give it a go because it does work. Um, so we're going to tap certain parts of our body. Um, and while we're doing this, we're going to say, I usually say to myself, if I'm doing it for stress, I accept that I feel stressed. I'm choosing to stay calm. You can change this phrase this wording if you like you can say whatever you like but you need to what it needs to do this statement is you need to accept that you feel a certain way and then decide what way you're going to feel instead so I accept that I feel stress I'm choosing to feel calm so you start on the left side of your hand just below your little finger and you tap up and down that area roughly about 10 times use two or three fingers not too firm, but not too gentle either. I say 10 times, but it really doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be exact, but I usually do about 10. And then I move on to the other side. So I move on to the right side below my little finger and I tap 
about 10 times. Then move on to the eyes. So we start above the eyebrow and we're going to go around in a half circle and go under our eyes. And again, we're going to tap here a total of around about 20 times. So starting at the top of the eyebrow, gently tapping under the eye, back up, back down. So you've done about 20. Remembering while we're doing this to say to ourselves, I'm accepting that I feel stress. I choose to feel calm. Once we've gone around the eyes, we then move on to the mouth area. So we start at the top of the mouth on the upper lip and we'll tap there about 10 times. And then move on to the chin. So below the mouth and we'll do that again about 10 times. Then after this, we move across the collarbone. So using both hands at the same time. You can use one at a time if you like, but I usually use both. And we're going to cross, tap across the collarbone roughly 20 times, repeating that statement to ourselves. After the collarbone, we use, so this is another one at a time. So we'll go under the left armpit first. And it doesn't matter really where, just roughly under the left armpit, tap 10 times and move on to the other one 10 times. And finally, we're going to tap onto the top of our head, so around the crown area, and we're going to tap 20 times, repeating our own statement to ourselves again. So that's it. It sounds a bit complicated, but once you get the hang of it, you'll remember it quite easy. You can shorten it if you like, but really those are the pressure points that the research says that helps to manage stress. So try and focus on those and give it a go. The tools and techniques I'm introducing to you won't really work and stick if you just try them once. They're things that need to be repeated so that they become habit, a bit like second nature to us. So keep practicing, keep using them. That's it for today. I hope some of this has been helpful to you. Good luck in practicing stress management. Don't forget to follow my Instagram and Facebook pages at The Book of Wellbeing and subscribe to the podcast if you're finding it helpful. Have a nice week.